You are listening to the Weird People Show right now, guys. Um, this is WSCALP Portsmouth, okay? And we're called the Weird People Show. You can stream us uh, on WSCA.org. We're available for purchase on select websites. Uh, you can, we are not available. We, we are free. We're free all the way through. We do have a podcast that is parallel to this show. Um, in other words, we do the show here. Then a week later, the podcast comes out. That is called the weird people show. You're listening to the weird people show. You can also, as I said, stream us WSCA.org. You can also, you may be listening to your radio or a snail Dio as we like to call it here. And uh, that's 106.1 FM. You can call us or text us. Our number is 603-430-9722. So we're also coming out with a select line of the fragrances we generate while recording these sessions. So those will be available. Uh, thank you. Stay tuned True. to future episodes. True. Um, so yes, I think I have thoroughly... Um, uh, promoted us cowboy was getting on me about it he said you better you know tell people how they can stream us tell people how they can get the show because uh, it's very important so and i've said it i've now said it so whilst we're in chat mode too i want to uh share something with you guys that i kind of oh it was hard day yesterday so uh, my two dogs and you guys might know that um, Ezra, stop. We, we have these two dogs, right? So, and 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 we, while we're in real chat mode, not crazy improv mode, which I like that for that mode. Oh. Um. Uh. Uh. uh we have this writers' meeting, okay, every Friday, okay. Mm-hmm. It's on Zoom, mm-hmm. and 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 two weeks ago, okay. I, there, I, at the end of the meeting, I made a face, and everyone said, "What's wrong with your face?" And the dogs are fighting. The oh. dogs are fighting downstairs, okay? Because oh. we have this puppy that comes over on Fridays, and her name is Mira, and it's my sister-in-law's dog. It's a little puppy, and I have these two dogs. I have one younger dog and one older dog. The older dog is blind and doesn't want to be bothered with things and gets upset sometimes when everybody's nuzzling him too much. And the younger dog is a psycho, like he blows up so hard when the amazon guy comes and he attacks his brother and it happens over and over again and and the other day and yet on friday when we were on our zoom call exactly the same circumstances happened again katie came back that's my sister-in-law she's a great person great dog mommy and of course the dogs love her so they start greeting her and i'm sitting up there with my other dog my old dog you know out of the way of the kids and we're chilling and, and, and doing our writing and our meeting and stuff. And as soon as he comes downstairs, I go, oh, my God. And, and, and we had to cut the meeting short because B uh, very kindly was, in, was delivering food to her sick friend and also then had to go to fencing practice, which we'll hear about the fencing tournament. But um, and they get into a fight again. It's exactly the same circumstances. And it's just getting worse and worse. And. Oh, he w- it was just a terribly traumatic experience. My wife is like full-throated screaming like for two seconds at a time, you know, at this trying to let this dog go. We're kicking him. We're bashing him in the head. He won't let go of Reggie's face. Reggie's the old blind dog. Blood is everywhere. <sighs> and, and finally, thank God for Katie. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to try this. Throws a bucket of water in his face and he lets go. 
so God, and this happens over and over again. And I don't try, I'm trying to bring everybody down, but I can't give a good show without, you know, sharing this yeah. with you guys because I feel a little bit better already. But like yesterday, I was just a mess. I mean, I feel like that's where you draw the line, sort of, you know, like just say like, hey, your dog is hurting people. Um, mm-hmm. That's right. No, this is my dog. Yes, that is hurt. It's not hurting people. Well, unless you stick his mouth in with a fight, which he has before. You know, he's Lily's still got stuff on her arm from last time. We didn't do it this time. No, good. but it's like it's just you know he's two years old now, and I was just like you know we and he's had this you know he's had, and I've been really optimistic like yeah we're training him we're doing this and that mm-hmm. you know we're working on it and God it's just not helping and I'm just seeing this. You know, the rest of my poor dull dog's life is going to be us making sure the other dog doesn't attack him. And it's just, you know, it's really depressing and sad. And I was just, you know, crying a lot yesterday. And, you know, I'm sad when I'm watching um, uh, uh, Lord of the Rings on full cycle loop. That's rock bottom. When Return of the Kings is over and I'm like, okay, let's go. Oh, that's tough. Then it's Mm -hmm. then it's Fellowship of the Ring. That's how I know. And it feels bad. You know, it's like, okay, at least I know what's going to happen here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. If you are affected by that story at all, do give us a call at 603 403. Uh, no, wait. 603-430-9722. 603-430-9722. And thank you for listening to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I feel better. That's great. Yeah, yeah, give us a call and tell us about your dogs. Mm-hmm. Please yeah. do, because I feel like, you know, and, and this is the other thing. Like, people that actually own pit bulls, you know, these, shocker, they have, they have two pit bulls, you know, and, and, and people that, and it's like, nobody went to the vet. Yeah, there was some blood on the floor, but like, if nobody goes to the vet and, you know, people say, oh, so, so when did they actually have a fight, you know? And it's like, okay, I guess it's not a big deal, but it's a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. This is trauma, dude. Real. And like we're trying to have these dogs to feel better about life, and, and we don't. And we want to help the dogs, you know. And I was. This is the thing, you know, that I was talking about. Like, you know, last night or two, after it happened, I was ready. You know, I was ready to sign the papers, be like, "All right, sorry, Miles. Okay, you know, man. you got to find a better place to be because this isn't working." And uh, you know, my my wife basically won't let us do that, which I totally get. Like. I don't want to give, you know, I don't want to just say, oh, sorry, I'm not your daddy anymore because you have mental problems. Mm. But you got to do that sometimes. Sometimes Kids you got to do it. Man, you got to just abandon them at a bus <laughs> yeah. stop. Yeah, right. They can get in the way. Yeah, like, if little know. Johnny's torturing any bugs or anything, you got you to gotta kick him to the curb. It's like, look, man, I wanted to have kids. I also wanted to be a champion player of Twister. You know what I mean? <laughs> and if I'm spending all this time, like, not looking after my own nutrition instead of making good meals for my kids and picking them up for my school instead of doing forbidden stretches that I learned in an esoteric tome so I can reach backwards <laughs> to hit the red circle and I'm already spread across three different blue ones, it's like, what am I doing? This is my life. Now, listen, for if any, totally. of, these, if any of these stories No, that move totally you, applies to these yeah. stories. Move you, give us a call. <laughs> if you have some spare antique coins lying around, just tie them to a leg of a home and pitch and setting off in our general direction. We'll put it towards buying a butterfly net. The bank can use to wrangle these dogs, okay? <laughs> Thank you. And that's on honor. We will not embezzle those funds. Do you have any drachma? Any valuable foreign currencies? Perhaps platinum? 
And for anyone who knows how to realign a spine after what Ezra did to his, trying to become the Twister champion. It's not trying. It is becoming. I'm just not there yet. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Well, nonetheless, we need a chiropractor. Vinny Paz had his vertebrae separated from each other in a car accident and fought for the welterweight title after that happened. All right. Just because I can't crack my back anymore without seeing through time does not mean that I won't (laughs) become a Twister champion. That explains so much about you that you saw the time knife. <laughs> the time knife? The time knife. What's yes, that? the time knife. We all know about the time yeah. knife. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen the time knife? knife? Guys, I'm totally behind. What's the time knife? <laughs> it's, you, we already told you. Yeah. Guys, I'm so sorry. I missed out on the chrono dagger discussion. What's happening? We already house? told you. <laughs> yeah, guys, we told oh, it's you. It's like the, the subtle knife, you know, except it's time. Can you still say keep up to a fourth dimensional being? How's that work? Keep, keep out, you say. That's nuts. <laughs> As it turns out. Folks, this is a weird people show. We're tesseracting bits. <laughs> yes, we are. Tom knife. What? trying to love ourselves too but you know we're all uh, have regrets and are irresponsible parents too so you know it's just all we're all together now we have a big show today big big show yes first of all i want to say over here to my right is zinjay zinfandel jane Across from me here, I'm looking at her through. She's like in harp jail right now. I'm looking at her through these harp <laughs> Let strings. Let me out! <laughs> oh, oh! Let me out! Oh! And this is Enrica. Come on now! I'm back, baby! Oh yeah! Ozu Ali. That's what we call her. Okay. And we got Daisy Juan Wyatt right here. Hi, Mr. Gang. Ezra Schrader, nice as he's known in the normie world. Yes, sir. It's my legal name. It's got to print on my license plate. And we also have Whiskey Joe here. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes. I'm the carpenter, but my, my uh, cousin Whiskey Joe will be coming over Okay. Later. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, and my, yeah, he plays the Irish songs. Mm. So here, we're going we're, to let you know what we're going to do today, okay? First, I'm, I've, I've uh, 
concocted very haphazardly in my mind a game that I want to play. And it involves Ezra being a dungeon master for a kind of a reality D&D uh, experience that we're going to do right now. Just for a few minutes. And then has Ezra been informed of this? He has. I tried to inform him with as little notice as possible so he would think okay. as little as possible. Okay. Yeah, my mind is open. We like to access that. You know, there's a little yeah. pocket in there that just if you open oh, yeah. it up, it's it's like the it's it's like the um that stink pocket in a fish, but it smells really good. Yeah. yeah well yeah. sometimes. You can control it. Yeah. It's like Let's how open this when you're, fresh can of Seuss Schlemming. <laughs> what is Seuss Schlemming? That was Schlemming? super relatable. Yeah. It's <laughs> rotting fish. Oh. Well, it's pickled herring. Oh, that's not rotting fish. That's preserved fish. It's basically fish. rotting fish. Oh, come on. I'm a herring fan, personally. Although I'm more You're of a fan You're not allowed of... to bring it on planes, because if you open the can in a plane, the smell is so bad that's that fair. they cannot fly that plane anymore. That's fair. Like, ever. <laughs> yeah, no, eating... I'm always a little bit weird eating in a plane, but especially fish stuff, like... What? You don't have to. You don't have no. to have fish stuff on the plane. I want to be as far away from the ocean when I eat fish stuff as possible. It makes me feel like I'm part of a civilization that has transcended the primitive act of fishing at the shoreline. I usually bring my own battery-powered microwave. So Rich I'm double- modernity eat fish at the ocean. I'm usually bringing those platform boots that have little aquariums inside them, and then midway through that flight, I'm cracking those things open in the bathroom. All right, then I got a little tuna that's about two thousand miles above its home. Okay, <laughs> yeah. That's a- Miles, 20,000 feet, whatever. That poor fish. That poor Cracking fish. Cracking a cold one with the boys. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Have you guys heard that joke yeah, where it's like a bunch of vampires get together to drink the blood from a human man and it's cracking open a boy with the cold ones? Nice. Yeah. nice. <laughs> Love it. Um, uh, 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 we have to reverse the delivery on that, but it was really good. Now. Then we are going... Okay, listen, guys. This is the most important thing I would say. He's listening up right now. At 12.30, which is only 15 minutes. Oh, okay, so that, you know, it's just so you understand what the, the, the proportions of time here are. At 12.30, according to their publicist, who I have been emailing with, okay, um, Larry and Joe are going to call us. Now, this is one of our uh, community service things we do, not because we're mm-hmm. criminals, but because we want to. Or, not, you know, correlation and causation is the same thing. And uh, so Larry and Joe are a duo, and one of them uh, uh, is a, uh, it plays South American style music on a harp. Oh, cool! Among other things, he's a multi instrumentalist, and the other guy is from Appalachia, I think, and he plays a banjo. Okay, so it's kind of an odd little situation, and yeah. they seem to have a certain. I'm going to ask him about this, but like the songs that really illustrate that are all written by the same guy, which is a third party. Um, so what? point being. They're on tour, baby. They're having a show. And what is that? Sh- when is that show? It's next week. It's next Sunday. Next Sunday. <laughs> the only problem is I forgot when it is. I'm looking it up. You just keep going with the spiel. I got okay, you. Okay, l- yeah. Look up Larry Sunday. and Joe harp thing. It's next Sunday. We have Larry we and Joe. We'll probably show you their tour dates it's there on the internet. It's March 3rd for those That's who are interested. Right. March 3rd, Larry and Joe. We have a harp. We have a banjo. We have a, a third party, right? And the lyrics fusing all these elements together. The question is, where's the venue? I, I, I think it's, I don't quite know. I'm not sure if it's at the music hall, but we will let you know right now. Larry, Joe, and Joe, here, you keep doing the spiel. I'll right. keep looking this up. So then we have a tribute to the internet uh, after that, which we have some several skits and songs that uh, are our little tribute there that it's basically a, a, a rework of a show that we've done uh, 
uh, last year, or maybe it's a year and a half ago or something, when we were at WUNH, which was our first home, which is where we met Zinjay and Daisy Wine Wyatt, among other uh, current members. He was out there recruiting. Okay, like, it's fair. Okay, we love in front of Ham Smith. Yeah, me and the you know. Now the internet is telling me that Larry and Joe, this duo that were meant to be together, are going to be playing in the World Barn on March third. Yeah, the Word Barn. It's called nine. the Word Barn. Oh, the Word. Yes, it's barn. in. It's a really cool venue in Exeter. They'll yes. Be performing at the at the Globe Theater. The Word Barn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's called the Word Barn. Um, and I don't. They doubt they know anything about it because they're on you know mm. tour of the whole country. But um, but it, I happen to know from from hearsay that it's a really cool venue. It's a little, nice little intimate um, thing that I'm sure somebody converted a barn. So uh, into. For, for those who are interested, uh, Larynx and Jackal are going to be performing in the Linguistic Farm Building. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. So then after our kind of internet tribute, which is going to be a significant. Then we're going to do Ezra's piece. Oh, yeah. Which is called Anything for Family. And I mean that. And he's working on his whole thing, and it's getting good, better and better. Gooder and gooder. And then uh, we're going to do our, um, our, which is now a weekly segment, uh, Public Domain Subversion Corner. Oh, yeah. Uh, so in this time, we're going to sing a, um, an Irish rebel song uh, on the harp. Um, so there you go. That's they can't the show. get mad at us for copy, singing copyrighted songs if I sing it through a kazoo. Mm, yes, they can. Yep. <laughs> but they I won't mean, because it's... my kazoo cover is so good. That's the thing. Like when you people put Jeopardy episodes on YouTube, right? But they just have to speed it up, you know, by a hair. But I think that's more of a skipping the bot than an actual yeah. going yeah. around the law. I think the, the law is the law. Yeah. And, you know, we're not trying to steal people's thing, even in incidental music. Yes, Looking sir. at you. That was straight out of my mind. That came from the stink pocket we were talking about I was about referring earlier. to another show. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah. I might have just incriminated myself. <laughs> no, nah, it's okay. And I doubt the bot could have picked it up. Like, if you play a, a, a chord progression that's from some other song over dialogue, what are they, are they really? I don't know. So, that's our show. We're the Weird People Show. We love you. Call us anytime, and we're going to get things started right now. Oh, yeah, so we now take you to another world. Starring Ezra. Dungeon Master. It could be any, any reality you want. It could be real reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four archaeologists in plith helmets stand before a great pyramid rising almost impossibly from the desert. Based on the architecture, there are no doors around the perimeter. It appears that much of the building may lie underneath the sand, suggesting a behemoth that extends beyond even the feet of these archaeologists. They had a guide who brought them to the pyramid, and yet warned them, in broken English, that they ought not to enter, that some unknown and perhaps truly moral, truly good peril lay within that would only harm them if they harmed or disturbed it. These four, these three archaeologists, actually, because there's only three of them, uh, face this pyramid and now must decide for themselves how to venture in and recover the fact, the, the, the possible artifact. What do you think, Margaret? <laughs> what should we do? Uh... Let's, oh, sorry. Uh, (laughs) 
I, okay. So here's the thing. That one guy that was like on the street corner, you know, preaching and stuff, he seemed really stressed out. He like handed me all these re different religious symbols. Um, I don't know. There's like the Star of David here, a cross. I like, I think he's, I don't Is know. Is it a coexist? bumper sticker <laughs> yeah yeah it actually it's just out? the coexist bumper sticker oh, oh, i don't okay. know how they got them all the way out here but the thing i is, know you can use that to open a lot of different my, code doors though. my point my point is that i'm a little bit worried because i mean if i've learned anything from dracula it's that when a bunch of locals uh frightfully shove crucifixes into your hand mm. you, you probably should listen mm. I'm not saying that there's a vampire in here. I'm just saying. But but hang on. Like what? But what if what we find in there is worth a lot of money? Hmm. Like a is lot of money. Is this really just about money. the money for you? Like well, it could be so much money. I mean, we could fund a lot more digs with all that money that we could get if yeah. we did, you know. And I have so desecrate much debt, this tomb. So much student loan debt. Totally. Why did I go for a master's? I mean, the guy's but, dead, right? Yeah. yeah, been for Fine, a long time. Whatever. Right. Anybody get a shovel? I have a paintbrush in my car. Should I go grab it? Sure. Okay. Our hero returns to the car. Uh, facing behind him is a large pyramid rising up into the air and seeming to sink down within the earth. At the top seems to be some kind of metallic uh, uh, capstone. Wow. I didn't realize they put metal on top of their pyramids around here. Huh. What is that symbol? I can, I can, I can make out something if I use the paintbrush. It appears to be a semi-rectangular shape, sort of like the outline of a loaf of bread, with four indentations pressed into the top of it, and then sort of, sort of, uh, four, like, almost like column-like... Uh, 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 furrows rising downward. It's it's about the size oh. the size of a face. Oh, I recognize this. Um, back in you know before writing systems were super solid, people used to take um, like jars and different clay structures and put pictures of the item they were about to deliver. So the fact that there's four indentations means that uh, whoever built this structure was trying to say something about four loaves of bread. Let me write that down. Hmm. That's four wrong. Four loaves of bread. What is that voice? It sounds like a mosquito flying around our heads. <laughs> uh, four loaves of bread. But what about the fish? Isn't four fishes a thing? There's loaves oh, and fishes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you're right. Fish. Fish. Mm. fish. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, so this could mean a lot of things. Um... Does anyone know of any, like, old, I'm trying to think, like, Phoenician, like, references to, like, fish and bread, like, in their, in their religion or something, maybe? I gosh. I'm That's what to... I call a fake, fake, fake Philistine, a Phoenician. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so funny. That's my superpower. Oh, Hold, but the other a, one's flying. I forgot. There's Holdenus Colfus wandering around in 2003 BC talking about all these Phoenicians. Nice. <laughs> the Amorpha and the Rye. <laughs> all right. Let's get in here. Come on. Yes, I would can like you, to do an investigation can we pry check it on open the or tip what? of the pyramid. Yes, do you try you. to pry, do you try to pry it open? 
Is that what this dungeon master is hearing? Is an attempt being made to pry open or the metal you, capstone? I think Vanessa wants to to check out the yes, code. Yes, I, I would like to have a look at it and do an investigation check, maybe religion okay. check. Okay, religion to check. See if I can figure out. Do this we even have okay, dice? let's let's roll the chance sticks. All right, we've rolled the bones. I can salt the tumbled stones and upturned jewels and marrowless finger bones. And what do I find? So it doesn't seem to correspond with any religion. It's not actually symbolic. Instead, it looks like a like a print of something. Like you can tell that at one point this was kind of soft, not quite clay, but a similar idea where it was soft at one point and then someone pressed something into it, almost like concrete, and then it hardened around that thing that was pressed. Now you look closer. There's four like sort of circular indentations set very close together. And then underneath those underneath those circular indentation, there's like four furrows, four almost sort of like very thin ruts. And it's about the size of your hand. I want to put my hand in there. It doesn't fit your palm. Your palm is like uh, twice as wide. It's, it's mm. about... Okay. But it's about the same. The furrows are about the same width as your fingers. So I want to put my fingers in there. All okay. right. You try and put your fingers in here, but it leaves the four indentations uncovered. And your outstretched fingers are a little too long. Hmm. I mean, Mr. people Folsom? back then were just Don't statistically shorter, so they probably had smaller hands. Might be a little bit inaccessible to mm. us. Do we know anyone who has really small hands? I mean, I think that would be you. Really? Why? Okay. Mm. You know I'm insecure, Yeah, you do guys. have really small hands. Okay. I mean, like, really, really small. Okay. Like, I was like, the first time I met you, I was like, is she like one of those baby doll people? Mm. <laughs> guys... You know I'm insecure about my hands. Why would you say that? You're sorry, just, sorry. You're just a gentle fey creature. Yeah, it's fine. You know, it's okay. You were meant to game. tinker. You were meant to work on contraptions. You were meant to do the delicate, ta- delicate tasks of this world. Okay, well. And the, te- and the, and the relegate flasks you should mm-hmm. also imbibe. Okay, well, I guess I'll put my fingers and on the And the delicate thing. casts, as in the ballots you were supposed to vote on. All right, put, put those fingers on the I thing. I put my finger on the thing. <laughs> Uh, your palm hangs off it a little bit, and it doesn't quite fit the four indentations. There's four circular indentations, and then like four furrows going underneath that sort of fit the width of your fingers. Hmm. Uh, Should we all put a finger onto one of the pads? There's four of them. You do that, but it leaves the indentations uncovered at the top. So it fits your fingers, but then there's these little circular indentations just above where your fingers would be. So like knuckles? So should we put our ring in it or something? Or I punch it. I think I, I punch it. Ob- it. Ben punches it. <laughs> hey! The capstone bursts open like a flower blossoming, throwing Ben down into the pyramid. Whoa! <laughs> Who left a symbol down here? <laughs> Guys, it's fine down here. Come on down. What do you do? Uh, do I have? I have rope, right? No. No. You have clothes. You have the car. Oh no. Uh, there's there's like a tree like twenty miles off on the horizon. <laughs> you know what? One way. Okay. Best case scenario, I survive. Worst case scenario, I no longer have student debt. Let's go. Yeah. What the hell? Let's go in. Yeah. I'm. I jump. Yeah. It's fine, guys. Just jump on down. I'm here. Cannibal. Spikes. Watch out for the spikes. Uh, and so Carrie, you are small. <laughs> yeah, I just like 
fill in between the spikes. <laughs> Our heroes look into the maw of an unknown future. They confront the darkness that lies at anyone who wishes to take the undoubted deed and go forward for a pursuit of their visions. Cast into the maw like coins into the dark of a wishing well. I cast fireball. By the pyramid. You don't have fireball. You're an archaeologist. <laughs> You're an undergraduate Man. from Columbia University. You scraped hey, by in the relevant... I rel- have a master's hey, degree. Hey, hey. Thank you God is taught. This is the dungeon master. You scraped by in the relevant courses with a B minus, and even then you got help from tutors because you come from a well-off family. You're insecure about your intelligence even though you shouldn't be and you have a worse than average work ethic you don't cast fireball fireball i notched even my crossbow and stayed here you pick your okay, character's you know. personality i would just like to say fireball is not a per well actually i had a roommate actually for whom fireball was a personality but, but casting fireball is not a personality okay. i curb my insecurities okay that's allowed in the in the fantasy realm then i un- i uncurb them i feel terrible about myself <laughs> Folks, are you kind of tired of your day-to-day jobs, your day-to-day life? Are you looking for maybe a spot in a dreadnought? You know, you want to get paid. Well, you get paid an experience, obviously, and you'd undertake great and terrible risks while circumventing the globe to protect international capital. If this opportunity sounds interesting for you, I'm sorry. I, I don't have it. No one does that anymore. You're stuck here. All right, everybody, you know who it is. Yeah, Chad! Let's go. And I'm here to be off another Rocky Coat. Yep. Um, <coughs> get it out, get it out. <clears throat> Make better, even more good. Yes, Turn success into even more success. Mm-hmm. Let failure inspire you to work harder. Amen. Turn apathy into obsession. Strive for more, even if it kills you. Make sacrifice your first priority. Work yourself to death. Rocket Co. Aggressive solutions for what the world needs, like drugs. Rocket Co. Rocket Co. And by the Coughling School of Minor Injuries, promoting the value of caution to children and adults alike. Want to improve your knife skills? We have lacerations to fit any budget. Low door frame? Our contusion center has just the program to make sure you'll be ducking from now on. Apply today to the Coughlin School for Minor Injuries. That's the Coughlin School for Minor Injuries. No pain, no gain. Coughlin School. Ow! <laughs> yeah! And by nose plugs, the all-natural deodorant. You don't need to smell good if you don't smell at all. Nose plugs, not vegan. Calling all imps! Back to hell school is right around the corner, maggots! Do you have all the latest backpacks, binders, and torture devices? You don't? Well, fire poured on down to Hell House Home and Garden for the best deals on Hell School supplies this side of Bedrock. Pencil sharpeners, three lashes, scratch and sniff stickers, two lashes, and for a limited time only, the new Antichrist 47 Cat of Nine Tails with replacement glass shards and luxurious Saint Skin lanyard. Only 17 lashes. We've got everything you need to get the to horn of the class. So what are you waiting for? Fireport to Hell House this instant. Stint. Gimps are standing by. Do your kids come home covered in the blood of innocence? I know my Bobby does. Sorry, Mom. It's time, like, please, I'm glad I have my veto. Yes, just one veto, and it's like nothing ever happened. Now my Bobby can get out there and do what he does best. Thanks, Mom. Don't forget your bunker busters, Bobby. Thanks, Veto. Nothing to do with Rocket Go. 
Want to bash? Smash! Smash! Bash! Smash! Come to Barry and Jimmy's rock place. Rock place! Barry. We got rock to bash and smash. Smash and bash rock! No trade! We give. Jimmy, mm-hmm. no! <laughs> Come to Barry and Jimmy's rock place for hard bargain. Bash. Hard! Hard rocks! And bash! Bash. Jimmy and Barry place. Barry. Jimmy, no! Come to Barry and Jimmy Rock Place. Near bushes. Barry and Jimmy Rock Place. Big bush. Good rocks. Smash! Smash! Smash. Woo! Are you tired of finding the perfect match on a date inside or at a mixer, only to be let down when you find out that that sucker is still alive? Then we've got the perfect offer for you. Come on down to Cupid's Poison Arrows. Give us the name of your ghoul friend to be, and we'll assassinate them ourselves so you can skip all that muss and fuss and get right to dating their ghost. Yes, here at CPA, we understand the frustration of having to date a living person, and we want to help. Why wait for your soulmate to die of quote-unquote natural causes when you could just go to our website and order their execution today? In honor of Valentine's Day coming up soon, if you pay for one assassination right now, we'll even throw in same-day shooting for free. So save yourself the trouble and visit Cupid's Poison Arrows today. Cupid's Poison Arrows, making matches and using them to light people on fire since 1932, of subsidiary of Rocket Co. Rocket Co. Goose neck not straight for baby making? Mm. Try Zorgo magic stiff neck plant pill. Zorgo. Take Zorgo magic stiff neck plant pill. Zorgo. Make baby good. Yes. Rock call. Rock call. Rock. <laughs> All right. Well, folks. Well, folks, you know, these guys aren't calling us. So let's move, pretend they won't, and we'll interrupt um, something if it doesn't. So next, we're going to move on to our... Tribute to the Internet Show special segment. First, we're going to bring you down to the basement of a very well brought up but atrophied young man who is typing into his computer as he always is down in that basement and complaining, which is 90% of also what he tends to be doing. Oh, wait. No. We're in a scene of people finding that email. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you be the other one, baby. All right. Hey, yo, Tyler, come check out this email I got from some Jamoke in Idaho. Oh. Um. Yeah, you be the other person, too. Another email asking when the new Ajax Legends game is coming out or something? No, another bug report from the Tims. Ain't like the other ones, though. This guy must be seriously messed up or something to write an email like this. Damn, Judas. Really calling a customer out like that. All right, let's see this email. Beanie Andersmith. Dear DA Games, Thank you so much for taking the time to read this email. I write to you today with a rather alarming bug report. To be honest, I myself am not entirely sure what went wrong, but I will try my best to divulge the details to you. So you may fix these issues and improve everyone's playing experience. My current theory is that while I was playing your ever-so-popular life simulation computer game, The Thames, 
I somehow activated every bug possible. The result was an alarming cacophony of events that only ruined my video- not only ruined my video gaming experience, but also the mundane feeling of the everyday that the game is supposed to replicate. I will thus try to relate these events to you by taking you through the incredibly strange day my simulated family of Tim's experienced. It all started on the day of my beloved Jim Tim's high school graduation. Even though he isn't real, Jim Tim really means a lot to me. I have raised that virtual man since he was no more than a virtual boy, born from Tim Tim's and Kim Tim's happy marriage. A marriage so happy, in fact, that Kim Tim is currently five months pregnant with another child. Tim Tim and Kim Tim were also overjoyed for Jim Tim, so you can imagine their horror when the day I planned so meticulously for them went the way it did. At precisely 8 in the morning, Jim Tim donned his graduation uniform and made his way over to Tim City High School, as expected. This is when the first sign of trouble appeared. While Jim was preparing for the ceremony, his mother was back at home, vomiting for about five virtual hours straight. Despite this being a completely unacceptable level of vomit for one person, real or not, Kim Tim seemed fine and decided to still go to the ceremony. As a result, she and Tim Tim were about an hour late for their son's graduation. I didn't think too much of this at first. I am just a simple man who doesn't know much about fake or real pregnancies. And no other glitches had occurred at this point, aside from the standard lagging. No, the rest of the bugs unveiled themselves well into the ceremony, much to my dismay. As soon as Tim Tim and Kim Tim sat down on the Tim Ball field bleachers, Tim Tim lost his common sense despite the fact that I gave him the pragmatic personality trait when I first made him. <laughs> he made mortal enemies with the five-year-old, Nim Pim, sitting next to him and told Kim Tim that he wanted to go skinny-dipping with mummies for their next anniversary. Kim Tim was justifiably appalled, when her anger was quickly replaced with fear when she noticed Jim Tim's classmate who was forced to attend graduation despite the fact that she was currently on fire. Miraculously, she managed to make it through the ceremony with only a few minor injuries. That was, of course, before the travesty that killed the entire grad-to-mating class of 2022, but we'll get to that later. Before any of the students could graduate, the ceremony was interrupted by none other than Nim Pim's mother, Prim Pim. <laughs> she accused Kim Tim of adultery, which I know never happened considering I am the sole person controlling Kim Tim's actions. But much to my surprise, Kim Tim did not deny these claims and instead confessed to an alleged affair she was having with Prim Pim's husband, Grim Tim. 
Before you ask, yes, Grim Tim is none other than the Grim Reaper himself. Apparently, unbeknownst to me, one night about five months ago, Kim Tim went to a party at a hotel and yeehawed with the Grim Reaper while they were both in elevators on different floors. Tim Tim was infuriated when he heard the baby they were expecting was not in fact his, but Grim Tim's. He fled the graduating ceremony after declaring that this was all Nim Pim's fault. At this point, Prim Pim challenged Kim Tim to a brawl. This should have been impossible since the game does not allow pregnant Sims to fight. But despite the fact that both women are pregnant, Kim Tim and Prim Pim begin to brawl. Luckily, the fight was promptly broken up by the arrival of the Tim City Police. An armed squadron of Tim Police kicked down the gates to the ceremony and surrounded Jim Tim in an attempt to arrest him. Once again, without my knowledge, Jim Tim had apparently been given the kleptomaniac personality trait and stolen an entire subway station from its lot the night before. Jim Tim tried to run away, at which point the police tackled him and unfortunately took his life. Even though I am devastated by the loss of my pre- precious Jim Tim, I must say that this part of the game was probably the most accurate compared to the real world. My hat goes off to whoever quoted the Tim City Police. After Jim Tim's passing, the Grim Reaper tried to do his job and take Jim Tim's soul, but couldn't due to an issue with band affiliation. I'm not entirely sure what happened, but apparently Jim Tim was a My Timical Romance fan, and the Grim Reaper is a diehard follower of Tim T1 Pilots. <laughs> Seeing as the ceremony was officially ruined, Jim's classmate put herself out and tried to go home. But the game barred her from doing so for a reason I didn't even know was possible. A meteor was coming to destroy the high school. And while every adult was more than able to flee the premises before the asteroid struck, the students were forced to stay in order to get their perfect attendance reward. I wish I could say the young Tims miraculously survived, but that is not the case. Usually, I love playing the Tims. It gives me the chance to live out my mundane yet unattainable dreams, such as receiving love or owning a home. That is why today was so hard for me. I gave my time and soul to this virtual family, only to see it torn apart due to poor coding. Please fix these issues, or I may be forced to boycott the game entirely after the experience I've had. With love, Beanie Andersmith. What on earth? Did that really happen? I don't know, man. Tim's is a weird game. That's why I work in customer service instead of on the writer's team. Really? Because I heard you applied for a game in job development and got rejected. Shut up. And I think I give you a, your ungrateful butt a ride to work every morning. Sorry, sorry. So what do you think you'll do about this email? 
I, I don't know, probably send it to corporate. Not my problem when the game is that broken. Tim's. <laughs> I just want to say thank you, Enrica. Everyone gets copious applause when they do yes. that skit because it takes a lot. Yeah. It takes a lot out of you. It's literally like two pages of nonsense. It's sort of like when the ancient Egyptians were embalmed because, you know, they would go in through the nose to get at the brain. And with that character, it's a lot of nasal work, I feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So sort of Mm -hmm. like your spirit coming out of that. Especially the the snorting was above and beyond the call of duty. So well done there. Thank you. (laughs) You know, our own Ozu Ali, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Ozu Ali. You you don't have to keep that name if you don't like it. All right. Now folks yes we're going to proceed but here's something i forgot to write on that list what oh it's edgar's sister al uh, poe is here what all right nobody's outside i don't oh no there are some tiny little there are some tiny fairies outside oh then i did not do my job well well enough give me one second while i go kill them we love you pal oh pal we really like you we really, really hey, like you, pal. I thought I told you to leave me alone. Get out. I but have I, a weapon. But we just want to love you, pal. We have the magic within us. Oh, 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 it smells. Yeah. It smells like dog chop. Back to the forest. Oh, too late for me. Sorry about that. Wow. All right. That was cruel. You should see what I did to the humans that were waiting outside. <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the 13 o'clock news. I'm Poe, covering for Alan, covering for Edgar. She's it's- not really nice, but she reads the news. It's Poe. Poe. Edgar is currently busy organizing an intervention for the turtle who carries our world on his back, so... He's obviously busy. Alan is currently defending himself in court. But whatever, let's just get this done. Today we're leaving the local sphere for a bit to talk about a very unique situation happening in Alabama. As many of you probably heard recently, court in Alabama decided that anyone who tampers with frozen embryos can be tried for murder since embryos count as unborn children. Listen, if you're getting charged for murder for messing with embryos, that's kind of the coward's way out of getting a murder charge. But this is in line with their abortion policies, but the ruling has been causing some unexpected issues throughout the state due to the vague wording of the, quote, Unborn children are children without exception based on developmental stage, physical location, or any other ancillary characteristics, end quote. Law enforcement in the state have been arresting people for accidentally preventing the birth of non-human creatures. This includes animals, plants, and even mystical beings such as selkies and fae. Since this ruling, court cases that have shown up in the Alabama state court thus far include 
One, a woman arrested for eating scrambled eggs charged with the murder of an unborn chicken. Two, a man arrested for picking flowers charged with the murder of an unborn fairy and general disregard for the man code. Three, a child arrested for walking along the coast and not throwing himself into the sea charged with the murder of an unborn selkie or siren. Four, a man arrested for refusing to send his food back in a restaurant charged with the murder of an unborn chef rat uh, vis-a-vis ratatouille. Five, a pig arrested for messing with some oddly egg-shaped rocks charged with the murder of an unborn Sun Wukong. In a turn of events, this more than inconvenient ruling has united the left and the right in Alabama against the government since both sides agree that this is an infringement on personal freedoms. One man named Tequila Mockingbird, who wishes to remain anonymous, spoke out saying, This is the United States and we have a constitutional right to discriminate against chef rats. Will this situation escalate? Will Alabama ever clarify which unborn children they care about? Who knows? And who cares? But that's all the time we have for today, so as usual, thanks for listening. Or not. Again, I don't want to be here. She's not nice, but she reads the news. It's Poe. We're sorry, Poe. Wow, man. I feel more informed than ever. I feel totes informed right now. Yeah, brother. Wait, we got whiskey. Is that... Do my eyes deceive We do me? have a Whiskey Joe potential here. Ooh. This is uh, continuing with our internet tribute. Now step right up, step right up, folks. We have a wonderful show to you tonight. Yes, gather around, make hubbub sounds like a crowd is assembling. Oh, yes, sir. Now we have a special thing. Here's the deal. If you want the option to be able to hurl tomatoes at the performer, you have to pay. But if you enjoy the show, it's free. So the only way you're going to express negativity is if you pay for it. Now, without further ado, Whiskey Joe will come out on stage and risk having tomatoes hurled at him. Hey, everybody. I- Whoa! <laughs> it's all right now. I can pay for those free tomatoes. That's all. Whoa! Okay. Now, uh, since we're doing our little uh, tribute now show... Uh, to the internet, we're going to re- t- tell you a little story about uh, a young lady who got a little bit curious and decided to uh, consult a, what my father-in-law likes to refer to as the Great God Internet. Once there's a girl who asked everyone she knew, Is God real? Are those stories really true? Her teacher said she couldn't say. Go ask your parents for the answer. Her mother said, Go out and play. Don't worry yourself, my tiny dancer. When she asked her dad about God, he told her, Uh, honey, let's talk about this later. When she asked when, he said, When you're older now, let's go outside and hunt alligators. Maybe later, she said. With nowhere to turn, she was getting upset. She was desperate to learn 
So she took a deep breath and typed, Is God real? into the internet. One website shouted, Savior's coming! Another one whispered, He'll never arrive! Another one said, God never existed, It's just a coincidence that we're alive. They said, God is just an idea, Concocted to keep us all moving along. Some said, God is what lives in your ear, And helps you distinguish between right and wrong. One website said, If there's hardships and hurdles, You get help from a guy with a thorny crown. Another one said, We're on the back of a turtle. Who's on the back of a turtle? And then it's just turtles and 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 turtles all the way down. One website says there are many gods. A god of this and a god of that. A god of shoes and a god of coats. A god of pants and a god of hats. One said since God had created the world, he's watched over us, never stopping. One said the universe is a big watch and the watchmaker is not watching. Some say God's a man, others a woman. Some say God is neither nor. She liked to think that God was like her, but she knew she'd never know for sure. She rose from the screen with a sweaty shirt. Everything seemed strange and odd. Her eyes had a sting and her head had a hurt. She thought, at this rate, I'll never find God. She got up, looked around, and went outside. She gave a big stretch and yawned. She thought, if God is here or there or gone, at least I'm lucky to be alive. God might be real, but it really doesn't matter. God might be real, but it really doesn't matter. God might be real, but it really doesn't matter. All you have to do is live with us here and help. God might be real, but it really doesn't matter. God might be real, but it really doesn't matter. God might be real, but it really doesn't matter. All you have to do is live with us here and help. God might be real, but it really doesn't matter. God might be real, but it really doesn't matter. God might be real, but it really doesn't matter. All you have to do is live with us here and help. Do I have to? Yes, Sapphire, now get back to your box. <laughs> I'm Brad. <laughs> it's the same character. I'm sorry, am I boring you, B? Am I bored? She yawned. Okay. She hit her yawn button. In my defense, in my defense, yesterday I had to be up at 5.45 in the morning after getting two hours oh, yeah. of sleep. I got a good amount of sleep last night, but... Tell us about... This was for the fencing thing, right? Yeah. Tell us about what happened to the fencing thing. Uh, for me, nothing. Um, I was the alt yesterday, mm. so I spent the entire day not fencing and instead cheering people on in the event that someone might get hurt or sick and I had to fence in their stead. Were wait. you rooting for an injury? Were you like, come on. No, come no, I, <laughs> no. no. So wait, were you the, were you the alt, uh, were, were you the alt as in the sense of being an alternate or were you the alt as in the sense of being like the ultimate as in if they let you get onto the, the mat, you would have like taken a single step <laughs> and the other person would seem to not have moved and it would have even seemed like you hit them and their body would have like slid sideways. Realistically, oh, wow. realistically, 
Technically, no. it's the ALT alt. Uh, I oh. kind of wish it could be the latter. That would be funny. Um, they're like, you messed with us too hard, and now you get B. You're yeah. the only person who fences with a katana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, uh, yesterday, one of our teammates was telling us about this fencing tournament that happens in April that I really want to go to because... Uh, not that I, I'm not experienced, I don't think I'm experienced enough to realistically win it, but whoever does win gets a claymore. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, so I, that's when, my goal now, to win that stuff. tournament by the time I graduate. What do you want? Yeah, sure. Pick one out. Just any one of them or? Yeah. I don't know. I. As long as it says don't pull. There's a difference between buying a sword and winning one in battle. <laughs> like, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah no, I love that. Yeah. I think, you know, realistically, considering you are an alt on the team right now, we might need a couple more years yeah, of training. Yeah, no, well, that's why I'm saying the goal before I graduate yeah. is to win the tournament, not necessarily this year. I All will right. be doing the tournament this year, but... Folks. Well, we wish B luck with her fencing career, which is, as you can see, um, just blossoming now. So yes. we'll uh, go ahead and check in with her for more sword fighting fun. Oh, I want to have a sword fight on the show. Oh, yeah. I keep saying, oh, well, all you have to do is bang two pieces of metal together, right? And okay. be like, ha 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 mm. Yeah, it's not metal enough. But I'll get something. Maybe even two swords. That'd be cool. I have one. You do? Okay, one down. I do not have my own sword. <laughs> Also, I, I want to just comment right mm -hmm. now that 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 we don't know Enrica very well yet, but it's becoming clearer and clearer that she is a weird person. Yes. Yeah. And I just want to say that makes me feel great. And and you are we're always welcome. And you with each dorky thing you say, <laughs> you're more welcome because it's like, oh yeah, she's just yeah. she's one of us. Mm. Bienvenue. I have yeah. a buddy who uh, came across an abandoned truck in the woods, and he gutted it for the leaf springs, and then he melted those down in a yes. uh, backyard forge and turned it into a sword. Hell yeah. Oh. And I was there watching him make it. It was one of the most like beautiful things in my life, because it was just like a big fire, and then he was there in a tank top, and he was just like hammering away at this piece of metal and adjusting it over the fire, and sparks were shooting up into the dark sky, and his friends were all around looking at him, like drinking, sort of being bums, and I got this weird feeling of looking at someone living a life totally different from mine, that kind of eerie feeling, you know? Yeah. 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 I get right. that. But he was actually... <laughs> Like, he was doing the skill correctly, but he was actually pretending to live a different type of life. What right? You... Like, he's not the... He wasn't He wasn't forging a sword to fight with, which is what... I don't know. I think he just Somebody who it. was living that life would be. But I'm not, I'm not dissing people that make things for fun because it's awesome to do that. Like, it's cool. And dorky, too. I'll fight But I don't mean... I don't know your friend sword. either. Yeah, no, he's special. No, you Just won't. hand me a you sword and I'll would. fight you. Come on. Anyway, so we're a community. Our community generates a calendar, and now it's important to deliver this calendar to y'all. Agreed. So, on Friday, March 1st... Oh, and this is, like, not a bit, by the way. This is a real event that yes. is happening, that we would like it if you want to. Yes. On Friday, March 1st, everyone, both the listeners and non-listeners, everyone in the known and unknown universe, is invited to the Kittery Art Association to join in in an evening with a great community celebrating Season 3 release of the YNDI Yoga. The Kittery Art Association is to be having Lana Vogstad, the host and creator of YNDI Yoga, at the event to celebrate the show, which will premiere its third season on public television starting February 14th. 
This reception will take place in person from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Kittery Art Association Gallery. It will feature a live musical performance by Jonathan Blakesley and the Band of Franz and an YNDI video installation. This celebration is free and open to the public and refreshments will be provided. More information about this event at March 1st uh, at the Kittery Art Association in Kittery, Maine from 6 to 8 p.m. Uh, can be found by visiting the film or music events calendar listings at www.portsmouthnh.com. Should I read another Thank one? you, Ezra. No, that's enough for now. Because you know what? We got some material to get through now, okay? All we're right. going to get through some material, and we're going to start entertaining people and making them feel good, okay? Yes, sir. So, on that note, let's go to Elise's Window House. Yes. Hi, I'm Elise. Welcome to my window house. With me as usual is my dear friend Brad. Say hi to everyone, Brad. Hi everyone, Brad. <laughs> Can I go now? I'm afraid not, as you still have quite a few hours to go on your community service. Can't you just sign off on the rest of it already? That would be dishonest, Brad. Besides, there are only 24 hours in a day. Wait, what do you mean? Uh, how long do I have left? We'll talk about that later, Brad. And now it's time for our special segment. Special, special segment. segment! Now, everyone knows when you want to find the answer to anything, you look it up on the internet. But how do you know what the internet says is true? Well, let's begin with a slightly easier question. What is the internet? Oh, that's easy. It's for babies. Okay, look. The internet is... You hook your uh, phone up, or your computer. You can hook your computer up to it. And um, so then, okay, wait a minute. Hold on. Brad, are you Googling what the internet is? No. I was just texting with my girlfriend. Oh, I didn't know you had a girlfriend, Brad. That's wonderful. What's her name? Um. Brad, are you Googling girls' names? No, just texting. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we just dial the internet up and ask them ourselves? Um, okay, what's that thing? Oh. Hold on, my phone All you phone gotta do is, is pick up the phone and dial. It doesn't have to ring, you know. Yes, hold on. Uh, what's the number again? Right, uh, 911... 603-430-9722. Yes, thank you, Brad. Hello, Internet. Hi, it's Elise. Burp. Yes, the one who's always looking up cookie recipes. Burp. So I have some people who have some questions. Could you maybe stop by? I know it's short notice. You're in the neighborhood? Burp. That's great. Okay, great. See you soon. Bye. All right, they're coming right over. I better get some cookies out. About time. Starving. Brad, maybe you should get the ginger ale out of the icebox and some cups in case they're thirsty. Oh, uh, sorry. I'm just getting another text. Oh, never mind. I'll do it. Bing, 
bong. That must be the internet. Internet, hi, come on in. Hey there. Welcome to the window house. I'm Elise. Elise, hi. You can call me Webb. Okay, Webb, please make yourself at home. Can I offer you some ginger ale or some cookies? That sounds great. Thanks. Mm. These are delicious. What's your recipe? Well, thank you. I, I... These are the worst cookies I've ever eaten. Whoever made them should die. Oh. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Elise. I don't really mean to be rude. You see, it's just that I have so many opinions. Really strong opinions. It's like, just when I think I'm sure about something, I... Do you love to bake? Click here for the latest recipes. Click here, here, here. here. Sorry. It's a pop-up, you know. Gosh, you must be exhausted. Here, have a seat on the couch and have a ginger ale and maybe you'll feel like yourself again. Well, that's just it, Elise. I don't ever feel like myself because I'm always everyone else. Or anyone who's ever typed in anything into me anyway. It's, it's a bit overwhelming at times. Oh, but th- this couch is very comfortable. Hey, Brad. Nice to see you. Oh, uh, hello. How's the community service coming along? Less than 200 hours to go, I see. Good for you. Oh, yeah, um, thanks. Wait a minute, how did you know that about me? Oh, I know lots of things about most people. Oh, yeah. Do you love cookies? Click here for desirable cookies in your area. Who can't wait to be eaten? Click here, 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 here. Sorry. Sorry. Pop up again. Wow. I do love cookies. How do you know so much about everyone, Webb? Well, it's because I have a perfect memory. It's a terrible curse, as you can imagine. I, I can remember everything anyone has ever typed into me, bought on me, or washed on me. I mean, some of it's disgusting, but for the most part, it's boring. Getting bored? I'm waiting for you in the next room. Click here. Sorry. How old are you? Now, Brad, that's not polite. Oh, no, it's, it's quite all right. I don't really have a good answer, though, because parts of me were being born as early as the 1950s when people were networking computers together to share central machinery. Then about 1970, the Defense Department got involved, so that really turned up the gas in my development, as you can imagine. But what you would really think of, excuse me, as me, really came out about 1990. So you could maybe say that it's, you know, that's my birthday, and I was, you know, gestating until then. But boy, I've sure been busy since. And I'll tell you what, I mean, by the time I was three years old, I was already responsible for 1% of the entire world's two-way telecommunications. I mean, look out telephone. By the time I was I was at 17, 97% of telecommunications were going through me. I mean, come on. Tentacle teddy bear curious. Click here to find out everything you always wanted to know but were afraid to ask. Wow. Do you know everything? Uh, everything important, I think. I definitely know more than anyone who's ever existed. Now that's a high bar. The only problem is I know a lot of stuff that, you know, isn't true. How can you know something that isn't true? Well, I don't know. But a lot of people do, so naturally I do too. So, Webb, how can you tell what's true and what isn't? Well, that's the one thing I don't know. Well, what else don't you know? Brad. Well, I don't know much about anyone who's ever used me. So, like, no one? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, Brad, 37% of the whole world has never used me. That's about 3 billion people. As far as I'm concerned, they don't exist, which, you know, I think is, you know, uh, which is, you know, what I think some more nasty people would like to believe. Staring into the dark abyss, struggling to hang on to hope, click here to feel better. 
Well, thank you, Webb. You really gave us a lot to think about. Yeah, let's all have another cookie. Oh, somebody's knocking at the door. Hey! Hey, guys, it's me, Whiskey Joe. I'm out here. Oh, hey, Whiskey Joe. Sorry about that. Come on in. Hey, you guys, I have this really great song about the internet. You guys want to sing it with me? Oh, yes. Sounds fun. Sounds fun. And let us think of things on the spot because we definitely don't have a script for this. What is that noise? Oh, it's my refrigerator. Let me close it. There we go. Okay. Ready, guys? Yes. We're going to sing this song all together. And it's going to go this way, right? We're always going to start with Zinjay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Love to all of us. One, two, three, go. Is this sore malignant? Is my dog diseased? Should I consume this dish detergent? Should I drink my pee? Should I go out in public with explosives in my vest? If you ask the internet, the answer will be yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, no. Is he, she, they a racist? Is he, she, they a saint? Was he, she, they a party to a sexual complaint? Did he, she, they say, he, she, they said, he, she, they's a pest? If you ask the internet, the answer will be yes, no, 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 Is my baby happy? Is my baby sad? Does he get it from his uncle or his mother or his dad? Should I shake my baby as I pound upon his chest? If you ask the internet, the answer will be yes, no. No, the internet would be so useful. If only the things we learned from it were truthful. Is science a religion? Do doctors make you ill? Does this, that, or the other make you go outside and kill? Are those that walk beside the devil actually blessed? If you ask the internet, the answer will be yes, no, no, yes, no, Okay, that was great, guys. That was so fun. That was really fun. We're winning. I'm having a good time today. Yes, sir. I'm glad we had that doggy confession because I feel much better now. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and when you feel better, we all feel better. And I should hope so better, because, better. because if mama ain't happy, nobody's happy, okay? That was unsettling. <laughs> yeah, that was, um, that was weird. I think because I didn't know weird. who mama was in that sentence, so I couldn't tell if it was a third party or if you were referring to yourself as mother, and then the, just the thought of like not knowing who mother was in this situation, I don't know. I was a, a gender-fluid mama in that mm. okay. situation. Okay. See, that, that makes me feel much less unsettled. I don't know why. I'm settled now. I was once disgruntled, and now I'm gruntled. Good. Okay, what's the next part of our show next? Anything for family, Ben. Oh, great. Okay, this is a great little thing that Ezra wrote for us, and we've been workshopping it. And here comes the premiere, baby! One and two, and a one, two, three, four... Our scene is set in swampland. Amidst the lazy swoops of herons, the chittering of cicadas, and the submerged clicking of crawdads, an old mansion stands, sinking into the muck, its once resplendent yellow paint growing green as the bayou swallows it. 
The house is alive, crawling with snakes, the flutter of doves building nests and broken grandfather clocks. Down a great hall, swamp water soaks into a once red rug and a long series of window lights the water. What few stained glass panels remain cast blue and reddish lily pads onto the murk's surface. A black bobcat pads through the shallows. In the bloodless heart of this rotting manor, there's an old and broken man staring straight ahead with two perfect blue eyes. He watches the wallpaper peel and remembers this story. Got fish here. Fish here in the market. Good price. Fresh bread. Get your fresh bread here. Si seulement je t'ai plongé sage, je pourrais savoir la vérité. Et si mon ami, je t'ai sage en ma vie. The diable ne me parlait tout bas. Your voice sounds wonderful, Lily. Good morning. Oh, merci. Good morning, Mr. Goomblat. You're looking well, Lily. See that new shop in town? Oh, thank you, Miss Walkender. No, not yet. Oh. Oh, sorry, sister. I was distracted by your flower blossom beauty. Oh, brother, it's so good to see you. I didn't know you were back from art school. Let me tell you all about it, sister. Turner Compson was Lily's twin brother, a young, beautiful man and an accomplished artist all the same. Turner and Lily drew beaming smiles from all the townspeople as they strolled down Main Street chatting over this and that, until suddenly... Turner's face darkened, and his tone deepened, and he said, Lily, there's something I must confess. What is it, my dear brother? You know how we're perfect? Of course. Well, sister sweet, I am not perfect. Oh, don't be silly, Turner. Everyone loves you. Everyone thinks you're beautiful. Why, the wisest woman in town, our godmother, thinks your paintings are the best she's ever seen. I know, Lily. It's just... Just what, Chumpkins? It's my eye. Your eye? Lily looked into Turner's coral blue eyes. She saw the end of time, a perfect dusk, a bottomless pool, but no flaws. What's wrong, brother? Oh, Mother Sharer, it's my lazy eye. Oh, who cares about that? Well, nobody. The whole town thinks I'm a drop-dead gorgeous sizzle show, but... But? But I know I'm not perfect. Lily watched open-mouthed as her brother ran down the street, his beautiful face shifting beneath a veil of tears. She'd never seen him cry before because there'd been no reason to. She wandered around the street in a daze and for some reason followed her feet into a shop she'd never been inside before. The room was festooned with antiquities. A row of ever-smiling nesting dolls were lined atop an ornately carved wooden chest. 
A clutter of marionettes hung from the ceiling. Lockets, glassware, long-barreled flintlock pistols, gaudily studded with plundered gems, hung beneath stuffed owls with baleful yellow eyes, seeming eager to take revenge on a long-dead taxidermist. Lily recoiled from the owl's gaze and was about to turn back when... Hello there! Ah. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean to startle you. I do apologize, and I hope nothing like this should happen again. <laughs> How foolish of me! Oh, it's, it's quite all right. <laughs> oh, what a silly thing I did. Please, come inside, yes. Oh, how foolish I am. <laughs> now, now, you must be Lily Compson. I, yes, uh, how did you... Why, your sing-song voice, my dear. It's the talk of the town. That and those wonderful paintings crafted by your darling, beautiful brother, Turner. Yes, Turner. Why, dear, you grew so suddenly despondent. Was it something I said? How foolish of me to speak such that you're subsumed in gloom. Oh, me! <laughs> oh, no, it's nothing you did. It's just my brother. Oh. You see, he, he's having a terrible time of it because of a self-image problem. Oh, I, I shouldn't say. Well, you mustn't leave me hanging. I'm no owl. Ooh, oh, oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, I'm sorry. Well, despite his beauty and his success, he feels insecure because of his lazy eye. Oh, my! A lazy eye! <laughs> oh, oh, well, oh, that's it's, terrible. It's not a serious problem. No. But if it torments him so... Hmm, wait here. The man spun around and began digging through a pile of knickknacks, spilling pocket watches and jack-in-the-boxes and time-telling boxes all over the floor until finally... Aha! Here it is! <laughs> The man pressed the box into Lily's smooth white palms. It was a small walnut rectangle with fine oiled black hinges. Eyes of all sorts were carved into the box. Big, small, gator, insect, all staring up into Lily's innocent face. It's bracing. Just the cure for a lazy eye. Take this to your brother. Open it before him, and I guarantee him it will straighten out both of those eyes perfectly. Then... Oh, my. Uh, but I've forgotten my purse. At what cost? <laughs> it's absolutely free. No cost at the moment. No cost. Lily looked up and saw the shopkeeper's face for the first time. A lattice of angry red veins held in the eggshell wide of his eyes, like frozen tundra had cracked to reveal a blood sea beneath. Oh, I don't know, mister. Oh, no, don't bother with such formalities. But I can see you don't want to help your brother. Oh, I need to go consult my godmother. No, no, before you get up, just wait. If you change your mind, dear... I'll be leaving town very soon and parking my wagon in the Splinter Canyon just past the edge of town. Come find me. Uh, Lily left without saying a word. 
She hurried home, kicking up dust clouds that the fading sun infused with a reddish glow, such that each step seemed to summon a gradually darkening spirit. By the time she reached the splendor of the Compson family mansion, she felt beset upon by imps. She entered through the door and went straight to her wise godmother's room for advice, only to hear... But that's the point, Godmother. I just don't see it. But can't you see my pain? Oh, fiddlesticks. You're bursting at the seams with blessings, and all you can see is your one lazy eye. Yet it stands out all the more for being my sole flaw. Can you not be content with a sole flaw? Why can't you accept how this tortures me? Lily gasped. (coughs) Even though she agreed with her godmother, she never heard her brother yell, and all she could think was that his pain must stop. She turned and sprinted from the Cobson mansion, down through the shadowless twilight, till she reached a splinter canyon on the edge of town. Deep within the rock walls, she spied a cave's mouth lit by a flickering fire, like the open jaw of a red-mouthed snake with forked tongue tasting the air. She ventured to the cave's entrance, but as she entered, Gus blew the fire out, and all was dark. Don't be afraid, Lily. Sir, I can't see. Well, why don't you come closer, Lily? I've come for the box. Please, my brother needs it. Of course. How foolish of me to waste time. I have the box. Oh, excellent. Ah! Liddy jumped. The wooden box had been pressed into her hand by unseen palms. Oh, uh, thank you. Of course. But how foolish of me not to say the price has gone up. (laughs) Oh. I need you to do something for me, Lily. Yes? I need you. After you use the box on your brother, it will straighten out his eyes. But you must do it tonight. And you must come right back. Straight back and don't Donald come here as soon as you have done the deed. (laughs) But it'll be nearing midnight by the time I get back. It'll be nearing midnight. Well, if you don't want this. Lily felt the box being tugged from her hands and she gripped it tight for her brother's sake. No, I'll come back. I'll come back. I promise, please. Then go. Lily burst from the cave like a bat. She ran the length of the canyon, then back on the path, then up the creaking yellow wood of her mansion's front porch. She went into the room, uh, into the door, into the dimly lit home, then, slowing suddenly, crept up to her brother Turner's room. She heard him crying from behind the door, and somewhere out in the bayou, an owl hooted. (laughs) Turner. Oh, Lily. I'm sorry. I should be quiet. Godmother's asleep. She said she wanted to talk to you. In a moment. First, I have something for you. It'll help with your eye. What? I don't have time. I'll need to leave soon. Just look into this box for a moment. Okay. Oh, 
Turner, Turner, are you okay? Oh, oh, yes, Lily. Oh, Turner, your eye is fixed. It's straight as an arrow, and and Lily. Turner, your your eye is straight and yellow. Lily, what? I can't see out of it. What? I can't see out of it. Turner reached up to touch his new yellow eye. Lily, it's made of glass. Lily, I need both eyes to paint. I can't paint without perspective. What have you done to me? Turner, where is my eye, sister? Let me see the box. Lily looked down into the open box, but it was empty. Where's my eye? Oh! Oh! Brother, I'm sorry. I can fix this. I know the man who can fix this. Just, just stay here. Oh, my eye! Lily! My eye! Lily ran from her brother's moan. She bounded into the dark. The marsh trees jutted out like broken fingers, groping for a pale white form. She pounded down the bird path, falling to her knees, tearing the skin, staining her dress with blood. She paused only at the canyon for fear of falling to her death, then spied the fire-marked mouth of the shopkeeper's cave. She ran down recklessly now and finally entered the cave. Oh, the wind, please, relight the fire. I'm so glad you came, Lily. Your box, what did it do? What it promised. My brother, please, you must fix it. I know you can fix it. Oh, I can, Lily. For a price. Please, I'll do anything. I'll save your brother, Lily, if you walk a little deeper into my cave. Okay, okay. Sing me a song, Lily. Sing me a song with that beautiful voice you have. Please. Your voice or your brother? Okay. Okay. Yes. Oh, Sing, Lily. Sing louder, Lily. Keep walking deeper into the cave now. Keep singing, Lily. Keep singing. You'll be down here with us forever, Lily. Forever. No one ever saw Lily again. Godmother died soon after. The Compson mansion fell into disrepair, and the townspeople don't dare go near it, for they know I'm here. In the heart of the decay, watching our home sink into the mud with my two perfect blue eyes. Not bad, not bad. Anything for family. Anything for family.
Nice. That was a piece by our very own Daisy Wine Wyatt. Here's a group project. Oh yes, we 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 workshop each other's writing yes. together in a group, and then we make adjustments to it, and then we present it. We're a troop. We're a troop that are doing original material every week, bringing it to you, you guys. Come on! Once a week, we get those tonsure monk haircuts where you shave out a circular patch on the top of your head, put on some brown robes, feel like a burlap sack. What is that called? Tonsure. What's a tonsure mean? That's what what it is when you shave the circular part of the top of your head. That's what the T-O-N-S-H-I-R-E? No, T-O-N-S-U-R-E, tonsure. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Uh, and then we go do that, and we go live in a grotto somewhere, listen to the ah. water, slapping up against the rock shoreline. Yeah, make some beer and some buckets. Like. Uh, yeah, 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 we eat crabs, live off salt water. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Oh, we have a caller. Wait a minute. What? Do we have a caller? I don't they know. Think- There's a caller. Yeah. There's a caller. All right, let's hear it. There's a caller. Hold on. Hello, you're on WSCA. Can you hear me? There's a caller. There's a caller. Hello. Oh, you got to turn your radio down, buddy, because you got some delay going on in there. I was stuck in the fourth dimension, but I'm now back on the couch. Sorry. Uh, oh, hello. Hey, who is this? Who are, you're on WSCA. Is there something you want to tell us? You guys are doing a good job. You've enriched my Sunday, and I feel very strange and weird. Oh, thank you you so much. Well, we are trying to, you know, communicate our vibes uh, to the public en général. If I believe I did. uh, Yes, I'm pointing at the two people that spoke French and they're both looking at each other doubtfully and nodding their heads until I stop looking at them. So I'm going to stop. And uh, yeah, what's going on, man? That was was a beautiful song, guys. Oh, thank you so much. This is actually... This is actually Alan, and you probably didn't know because I don't sound so upbeat. But I'm a little under the weather. Yeah, I want to throw uh, throw some thanks to Poe. Got it done. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, Poe, uh, we do have Poe here. Did Hello. you have anything you want to say to your brother Alan? Eat soup hey, or not? I don't care. She said, "Eat soup or not? I don't care." Did you hear that? Oh, that sounds like Poe. Oh, it's Alan. Mm-hmm. Hello. Anyway, he's a sad guy and he's on the phone. It's Alan. Oh. I'm sick. <laughs> I could be there today. You guys are doing a great job. I just wanted to call and say that monkey paw story I just heard. That was for the books, y'all. Nice. Uh, See, loved I, it. I was waiting to call in because supposedly you got these people calling in to promote their stuff, and that's supportive, and that's awesome. They weren't calling, so I figured I would. Well, we appreciate it. We like to get at least one caller per episode. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. we're starting to do that, which is just so wonderful. No one who I don't know has ever called or that wasn't planning to call. Well, hmm. let's just say... 603-430-9722 is our number and you can call us. Give us a call. Tell talk. You know, sing. Make clicky noises. Do some ASMR over the phone. We'll listen to you, comment, and then hang up like you do in a phone conversation. Except more inter- even more interactive, okay? We'll converse with you. You can bear your soul. You can get receive financial advice. You can receive um, I could use some of that right now, my friend. All right, oh, boy. 
You need to transfer um, all your assets into platinum. I wanted to ingots. give you all a metric oh. before I hang up. I'm going to go lay back down. Really? Um, okay. You had a streaming listen count. These are your online listeners, which is kind of cool. I didn't know it quantified oh, this. Yes. Website. You guys had 14 people out there. Anywhere Come on, y'all. Fourteen. Come those on. are the fourteen cool. best people all the, in the world. Yeah. Uh, all that effort y'all put into it, and it is a big production. Even though maybe on the radio you can't see what that studio looks like. And then I heard that there was thirty thousand people in Portsmouth listening. So kudos to you guys. Wait, potentially, what? potentially. Well, yeah. We're on radio, so they don't have a choice. Isn't that yeah. the population? I'm pretty sure everyone's listening right now. I made this last statistic. <laughs> But, yeah. You know. No, actually, it's cl- you're close. I think it is twenty-ish thousand in uh, Portsmouth, but it's an oddly um, small municipality in comparison to the rest of New Hampshire, which is interesting. Oh yeah, and if Sage, you happen to be one of those listeners, I'll see you soon. All right, Cal. We love you, buddy. All right, guys. On with your show. Onward and upward. Uh, All right, my soon. friend. We'll see you next week. We love you, Alan. Oh, hey. Call me about my nephew. You got me concerned. Alan's nephew? Oh, well, with well, about Miles. Yeah, I'll mm-hmm. talk to you about it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll talk to you later. I love you guys. Talk All right, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Mm-hmm. He's a sick guy and he's on the phone. It was Alan. That's my sneeze. Achoo. All right. Now, whoever it is is listening. You're listening live right now, unless it's later. But actually, at this moment, currently that I'm speaking, it's now. But it actually could be later, I guess so. So you're not necessarily listening to this live, but you are right now. Seriously. Okay, that's enough. Now, one other thing we like to do. We like to help our community, right? Guys? Yes, community. It's awesome. Thank you. So another thing um, that we like to do sort of in a community service fashion is to uh, just present each week I'm saying each week we'll start doing this. This is the second time we've done it. A little subversion corner. So uh, in this case, last time we read uh, um, a, uh, a flyer for the People's Park Movement in Berkeley. This week we're going to play an Irish rebel song. And this, is, this was a song that was written in um, 18, I believe it's 1891 which is to commemorate the centennial of a particular Irish rebellion, which was in 1791. And this one refers to the county Wexford. And there's this hero, Father Murphy, all right? I'm going to borrow your mic for a second. Okay. Whoa, that made a cool sound in the Spanks. That's liter- that a cool sound. That's doomful. I'm going to start doing this for our... Scary bits. But there you go. Okay. This here's a little uh, song. And I learned it from the Clancy Brothers, okay? But this is not their recording, so therefore it's in public domain. Y'all. Cool. Okay. I think I've told you everything about you need to know about this song. There's some name, there's some place names. You're going to say, what's that? It's a place name. And yo's and yeomen are, are archers. Okay. Okay, so it goes like this. 
at Boulevard. As the sun was setting o'er the bright May meadows of Shelmalier, a rebel hand set the heather blazing and brought the neighbors from far and near. Then Father Murphy from old Kilcormick strode up the rocks with a warning cry. Arm, arm, he cried, for I've come to lead you for Ireland's freedom. We'll fight or die. He led us on. Against the coming soldiers, the cowardly yeomen, we put to flight. Then at the Hera, those boys of Wexford showed Buki's regiment how men could fight. Watch out for hirelings. King George of England, search every kingdom that breeds a slave. For Father Murphy, from the county Wexford, sweeps o'er the land like a mighty wave. At Vinegar Hill, neath the pleasant Slaney, our heroes vainly stood back to back then the yo's at Tulla took Father Murphy and burned his body upon the rack God grant you glory brave Father Murphy and open heaven to all your men With a cause that called you May call tomorrow In another fight For the green again There. Cool. That's a special little song. Uh, and yeah, I've been listening to this record over and over again. The, uh, uh, the Rising of the Moon, it's called. Mm. Uh, by Stealing the my Brothers. mic back. Yeah, please do. Okay, see? Now, we have 15 more minutes. Less than that. Mm-hmm. Less than that. Less than that. Mm-hmm. So is there anything else that somebody wants to say? We're going to do a few more ads because we do have to give tribute to Rocket Co. Mm. Yes, yes. Rocket Co. Or also Rocket find Co. us. How distressing. Cool. I had my boss over for dinner, and his wife made a comment about how yellow my cabinets were getting. Guess who didn't get the promotion he was gunning for? Is yellow furniture and cabinetry adversely affecting your social status? Attorney in Labs is your solution. Introducing All White, a groundbreaking new product guaranteed to leave your furniture and cabinetry sparkling white. Yes, simply apply a liberal layer of our patented all-white solution. Wipe away and your furniture and cabinetry will be white as the inception date. Since I started using all-white, my cabinets are pearly white again. 
Hello Promotion. Introducing All White from Attorney and Labs. Available at your local commissary. All White, so white, it's wrong. So right, it's wrong. Are you a person? A lonely person? Do you feel average? You want to be noticed? Ideally, this will be an ad for counseling or some kind of workshop thing, but no. It's for social media. On social media, you can post your opinions all over the Dacon Place. Certainly, no one has had the same ideas as you. Spill your knowledge and intellect like water on a desert, or maybe fire to dry grass, or probably more like a drop of water in the Atlantic. But don't worry, your drop of water is certainly unique. Rant all your stupid opinions and take as much as you want. You can get thumbs ups, hearts, upvotes, threatening DMs, or if you're lucky, being blocked from certain platforms or the FBI knocking at your door. Big, small, negative, positive, at least you'll be noticed. Cure your loneliness and childhood abandonment issues with social media. Encouraged by Rocket Co. Rocket Co. Waste cakes again? Oh, Mom! Is your family tired of dry, tasteless, recycled waste? Well, Attorney and Labs is your solution. Introducing the Moist Max 3150, the finest waste rehydrator ever made, featuring multiple settings from loaf to sliders. Wow, these waste burgers are awesome! Thanks, Mom! Thank you, Moist Max 3150. The Moist Max 3150, the waste rehydrator for the discriminating palate. Available now at your local commissary. Attorney in Labs. Gable bop. Gable bop. Are you the oldest person you know? Mm-hmm. Have you lost the ability to do the things you love? Do you feel like you're losing your faculties? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, then why not run for public office? Yes, we here at the Rocket Co. Government Acquisition Department are looking for octogenarians plus to run for public office of our choosing. We will fully fund your campaign, provide you with all the necessary staff, and if you win, we here at Rocket Co. will take care of all the tedious policies and lawmaking while you sit proudly in your chair. So call Rocket Co. today and get that late-blooming political career started. Another major decision for you made by Rocket Co. Rocket Co. Bing! Need nuts? Come to Zorpo House of Fresh Nuts. We get goose nuts, burn goose nuts, and now new product, smashed baked nut paste. Visit Zorpo Nut Hut today and get free nut bag. Offer excludes both people. Brought to you by Rock Co. Rock Co. Rock Co Plus Ultimate Streaming Service. Are you tired of all those other boring streaming services that have TV shows written by modern-day people? Then you should invest in RocketCo's brand-new streaming service, RocketCo Plus. Using a smart combination of technology and witchcraft, we've managed to summon history's most famous writers directly to our studios so they can write TV shows just for you. Who needs Taika Waititi when you can watch movies by Dante Alighieri? Why watch yet another Harry Potter spinoff by J.K. Rowling when you can indulge in a sitcom written by Mark Twain? This, everyone, is the future of television. There is absolutely no stopping it, so why not just give up and already join us at Rocket Co. Plus? Shakespeare sure will be grateful for it. Rocket Co. Innovation against your will. Rocket Co. Rocket Co. 
PetBot. PetBot uses patented algo robotic technology to anticipate your pet, cat, dog, or possum's undesirable behavior mm-hmm. and make appropriate adjustments to your reality yes, so sir. you don't have to. PetBot's combination of suction, time travel, and electric shock ensures that you can relax and ignore your pet entirely. PetBot, another solution forced upon the world by Rocket Co. Rocket Co. Rocket Co. Are you looking for some guidance right now? Wondering what to do with your life? Yes, always. Are you currently standing in the middle of my living room in the dead of night with a crowbar? Yes, Mm -hmm. actually. If so, then you should try getting out of my house this damn second. Yes, if you're a robber or with a sorry excuse for a weapon and no clue what you're doing, then this may be the perfect product for you. Benefits of getting out of my house include the money you could earn from getting a job, two whole kneecaps intact, and the chance to see the sun again. If you're still standing there thinking... I don't know. I think I still have a pretty good chance of completing this robbery. Then I have some insider news for you. I have a gun. Yes, it's true. I am currently carrying a rifle in my hands and will not hesitate to use it. So try getting out of my house today. Your family will be glad you did. Guns. Guns. Jeez, folks. Just feeling tired. Feeling like I'm watching a storm roll in from across the plane, sitting on a front porch, rocking away the years, like I'm whittling down a log. I hear you. Boy, howdy. Anyone got any hopes or aspirations that are unfulfilled? Oh, yes. Yeah? Now is the hope for a more walkable city. That would be oh, nice, yeah. yeah. That's nice. No. We could start up on that real quick. We could go around stealing ladders, long planks of woods, etc., and start laying them between the tops of buildings, create little pathways so we can get over the top of the street. Oh, that's Good a fun idea. idea. Yeah. Then we can have a tight ropes too, like from a top of a church spire down to the other buildings in Portsmouth. So for the really agile kids, they can go across without having to risk a crosswalk, you know? Yeah, or like... Uh, for really extreme parkour, you can have um, like detachable and retachable, like Indiana Jones bridges, oh, where yeah. you're going across the middle of it, and then oh, the middle came out. Whoa, yeah, yeah, second yeah. floor. Yeah. That'll be like a tourism thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 and it's totally safe. You know, you just fall into a slide or something. Now, I was thinking about this. You know, ladders are going to be a problem for the little kids who want to ascend up to this rooftop uh, series of roadways. But if we just give those little suckers grappling hooks, okay, uh, whatnot, they can just you know or rocket rocket packs, rocket packs too. I'm trying to find an eco-friendly solution though. Oh, you're, a, right, you're right. You're right. You're right. A grappling hook, you know, it can be crank powered. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's so it's interesting that um, to find the most uh, uh, forward forward looking solutions, mm-hmm. we often go far as far back in time as we possibly can. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's sure. what I was thinking. We should just bring back horses. Yeah, yeah. sailboats. You know, yes. it's like sailboats. oh, I got an idea for a boat. You don't even have to use gas; it goes on wind power. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> yeah. it's just magic. It's magic. You're know, sitting right? on the boat and you're just wow. moving. Yeah, and you're just going. And it's, it's, wow, it's, it's as all close for free. to a perpetual mm-hmm. motion machine as you can get. Yeah wonderful so yeah we just you know we love you guys uh we love you cowboy sitting there home in your oh, in your yeah. sick bed and we love you neto out there in uh, in san antonio texas okay we love you um curtis too but mostly neto i mean let's face it you know curtis isn't quite as committed frankly but we love him and we love our friend uh zinjay 
and we love our friend Ozuwali, and we love our friend. Um, uh, 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 dare how dare you, Daisy Wine White? Yes, sir. Um, and we we're love, just we love whiskey, Joe, too. Well, yes. okay, you know, I'm not. I wasn't fishing for a compliment, but I'll take it. And uh, we're gonna sing our little goodbye song now because we only have five more minutes left. And we just we love you. We just love you. Well, it's dark as heck out here. It's a long walk home. And it seems like all the street lights have all gone out on them. But tonight, I'll be a lucky angel And I'll thwart those Who try to do you harm Tonight I'll keep away the psychos Yeah, or at least at The length of an arm Well, it's hot as heck down here seems like this train will never come and into every nook into which I look I see another psycho but tonight Be a lucky angel I thought those who try to do you harm Tonight I'll keep away the cycle Or at least at the length of an arm Alright ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Weird People Show You've been listening to us the weird people. We get weirder and weirder by the day, but you get weirder too, so we're all more normal. And we're going to sing all things you feel the same. What's up, Jin J? Yeah! Zinfidel Jane, Zinfidel Jane. Her name is Beetle, and she uh, wrote some material today. Can't even remember what we did anymore, but she's a, 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 one of our dear friends. And here we have Ozu Ali, a brand new member. Go! Her name is Enrica. Oh, we like her here at the Weird People Show. She's just getting weirder and weirder. She's making all the references that, that make us trust her a little bit more. <laughs> uh, well, somebody get him out of the bed. Uh, could Whoa. someone... W- Sapphire, go wake up Daisy Pearl Harbor. I'm up. Uh, he's up. Ladies and gentlemen, Daisy Wine and I'm Whiskey Joe. There, I introduce myself. I'm Whiskey Joe. So Whiskey what do you know? Hey. Tonight, I'll be a lucky angel. I'll walk those who try to do you harm. Tonight.
keep away the psychos. Keep away those psychos. Or at least that. The lights go on all. We are the Weird People Show. It's been an absolute pleasure to play for you, and we want to tell you that we love you, and that this is WSCALP Portsmouth, and we want to say we love you, and we want to say love yourselves and love each other, and we will be with you again next week. Goodbye.